All right. If I can have your attention here, I know you're all busy. Well, hopefully you finished eating now, but here we are, the 3rd of July. We're one day off from the 4th, but glad to have you with us this morning. I know we got a lot of people that are traveling, seeing kids and doing things, but a good turnout today. Good to see you. We announce the breakfast, you know it's going to be good and people show up. Those grits, man, I tell you what, it's something. And to those of you that are watching via live stream, you don't know what you just missed. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Pete, yeah, give him a hand. He's not here to hear it, but give him a And all of them. And several of the guys that were here from 6.30 or so, I don't know when they came in, were cracking eggs and getting all this stuff. And there goes Pete buying a bunch of them. Kevin, and I don't know, Charles, several of them back there, when you see them, man, they've been here cooking and getting stuff for you. And so just to let you know, those in the, we call it video land out there, well, you don't know what, I, you, you missed it, we'll just put it that way. But glad to have you with us today, and glad to be here to worship the Lord. We got Miss Brenda back for the first time. Hey. <laughs> That makes it a great day, and Sal's here with us, man, glad to see him, too. So we got a great day going. Well, I just thank God for his grace and his love today and for allowing us to get together. And as we pray in a moment here, you go into things. This country was founded, you know, we celebrate 17, but Peter reminded me of something. When, do you, when was the Declaration of Independence actually signed? Anybody know? Oh, the, the, the month. It, anybody know? <laughs> anybody out there know? <laughs> All right. August, okay. What date? Anybody know except one that's holding up his fingers back there? <laughs> It was approved on July the 4th, and it was signed on August to say, just for the sake of knowing. So it took me all these years to have my teacher straighten me out. But it's good to be here again. We just love you, love the Lord. We're thankful for being here. Second. I didn't say August the 2nd. There's, there's Peter straightening me out. Uh, now, we, we had our... our military night whatever about three or four weeks ago we went all out for that and did all kind of songs we won't do that many of them today but it is good to be here and celebrate the independence and even more so when you think of we fought for our independence for for religious freedom back then we're fighting now to maintain it it's been taken away from us bit by bit but that's part of scripture if you go through there how it goes but you know what? We're here this morning, and we're going to worship Him today. So, dear Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your blessings, and we thank You for Your mercy. <clears throat> and Lord, we thank You for allowing us to get together this morning. And God, those that may be watching online, and God, we just pray that You'd give us a time here to just worship and lift You up, Lord, and to thank You, God. We thank You for being born in America and being a part, and for these that have come to America, God, to, for the freedoms that we have that we take for granted. And God, we just thank you today for your love. Amen. And those of you that can stand here, stand with us. We're going to sing a couple of uh, patriotic songs, and then we'll go into three or four worship songs.
of the beautiful. People came here because the main thing that we're looking for religious freedom. Just keep that in mind. And we're fighting for it, as I said. Let's do this. Oh, beautiful forest given the freedom to worship our God and we're given the freedom to get together and do what we're doing right here this morning and now I want to change gears and go and come now is the time to worship because that's what we fought for to have the freedom to be able to come and worship so just worship with us today with two or three songs on this and we'll go with it come now is the time are you ready there Glenn now is the time the time. 
worship with him now. Oh, how great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. And all will see how Jesus, yes, give him a hand clap offering. We serve a great God. I know I can look around. So many of you have been through physical trials in the last few months. Like I said, Miss Brenda and Sal. So many of you in here have gone through a lot. A lot of you are watching you're watching because you've gone through a lot we serve a great God no doubt this old song says turn your eyes to Jesus when you can pray through to your breakthrough God is able to move and touch you hallelujah and that's why we're here this morning again. Turn your eyes to Him today. Man's not going to do it. Make you feel good a little bit sometime. But nobody or nothing can give you the peace. Independence Day is coming. is from the things that we... Taxation and freedom of all that. But we have independence once God saves us from sin and damnation and that's what we're here to worship today Glenn's going to sing this first verse and we'll sing it again Son of God 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, before we're seated, I know there are many that need your touch today, Lord. Many are sick. Linda is. There's some others. Many are. Many of you out there. Let's just lift up. We turn our eyes toward him. Pray that he'll touch you and be with you. That his peace will come in and take over. And his healing virtues are there. Can't be dear Lord. God, we thank you today for your love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. <laughs> and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Glenn, sing that verse again one more time for I just want to, just that verse. Turn your eyes. people a hand. They've been Glenn and Linda. Steve and Jody. Now AJ, he he just gift out on us. He's out riding horses in Montana today. I can't believe he gave this up for that, but you may be seated. <laughs> Thank you all so much. So glad that Uh, let me see here. Let me get to the right piece of paper. I got several pieces of paper here. Here we go. We have a lot of things that are coming up pretty soon. Or we're beginning to get back together. You look around the room and see now we're not 17 feet apart and everybody has their own table. We're here together and that's a good thing. What a smile. What a great time that is. Now, very quick, we missed Christmas at Pastor Peter and Jean's house this last Christmas, did we not? Well, somehow or another, Belinda's going to make this happen here. Is that July the 24th, I think, is the date, if I got the dates right. 5 p.m. on Saturday, so you got to get ready for this. I think there'll be Christmas trees and God knows what else <laughs> she comes up with, you know. Pete just says, well, just do it and tell me about it later. But we'll have a great time. So be thinking about that. Again, it'll be at 5 o'clock on the Saturday. And we'll, in, we'll just do, we'll sing some Christmas songs, you know, go back and try to make. And hopefully we might can return this year come Christmas time. I haven't asked them yet, but hopefully we'll, we can do that. And we've got a real fun one coming up. 
And I believe that's, uh, what is that? That's on August the 21st. Going to call it the M&M Boys. That'll be Murphy and Mike. Murphy's been a ball boy for 48 years, right, Mike? He's the longest tenured ball boy of the Saints in the NFL. And if you know Murphy, Murphy's a bit of a character. But Murphy has a lot of behind-the-scenes stories. <laughs> we get him here to tell them. He's just got some things. It's just really neat to hear. He spoke a short period of time at, at when we had the Super Bowl thing. So I'd ask him about maybe doing this and coming being with us. And Mike's got some. And I'll, I'll let them do their stories when they come. But we're going to have some fun. Maybe have a few things to have a raffle and a few of the Saints paraphernalia things that we may have. But the main thing is just... Think of things that you'd like to know what goes on behind the scenes. And send that question to Belinda. All right? And we're going to get it to them. All right? Now, keep it clean now. This is a church. So don't go <laughs> But send if you've got any questions. Just, I mean, this is more along the line. Well, what do they really do here? What happens there? Does this really happen? Just if there's some question, we don't need necessarily a list of them. Send it in, and we'll have them ad uh, address it some kind of way, ever how they choose to do so. But I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a, a fun night we'll get to. And then we'll go from there. Now, we haven't met, and I'm jumping the gun, but I'm assuming probably we may, just as we had in the spring, we did the uh, Seniors Connection on the Friday nights opposite of our other. We'll probably consider doing that for the fall. So we can do that along with some other activities. But, you know, it's good to be back in the house of the Lord. Nothing beats this. And that's, that's what it's all about. So we're glad to have that. A couple of one more thing. If you saw the beginning of those, all those videos, we have over a thousand of them, right? Belinda, yes, yeah, she's gone. There's well over a thousand that are on the church account on Flickr. Now, I don't know how to get to them, but she does. So if you're ever sitting at home and you're totally bored and you got a couple of hours, you just want to sit and look at something, this goes back to our inception seven years ago when we started. And we got, you know, you saw the picture of Pastor Peter holding the alligator. We got some good things in there, but it's time to share some of those. Time to go back and look, look at uh, some of <clears throat> some of us have changed a little bit. And unfortunately, for us here on earth, some of them have gone home to be with the Lord. But it's a good time. That's, that's available to you. Again, there's over a thousand of them there. So you can call. If you've got any questions, get a hold of Belinda. She'll hide right now. But that's what we'll go into and do. So that's always there and available for you. So these things are there if you want them. You see everybody all running around, click, 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 click. Well, they're there somewhere. They didn't go off. Today, I, I had asked Pastor Peter to speak, and with all of the gentlemen that have come up and shared a testimony or something uh, as a devotion, I, would, I give them an idea and kind of the road to go down and what to do and try to coach them up a little bit on their notes and things. And Pastor Peter, I was telling him, and he said, that's your testimony, not mine. You get it. <laughs> so I'm your guest speaker today. So, <laughs> you know, 
Uh, I can't believe we start our eighth year today. Eight years. <laughs> That's okay if you clap for it. It's been good. What a joy it's been. What an absolute thrill it's been to start with nothing and wind up with what we have. What a thrill it's been. Miss Brenda just told me the music and stuff that is sent out last year. And, you know, because she wasn't able to get out and go and others was able to reach to her and touch. As we've tried to keep you in the loop, so to speak, and keep you tied together and be a part. And, you know, different things like that. Pastor Peter calling, Belinda, all of them, different ones have called and been a part to keep you in. And I know that several of you set up your own little different phone calls and stuff. Miss Anna had her prayer time going, her prayer meeting going back here with the ladies. A lot of things have gradually chugged back on and going. But you know what it is? It's because of our fellowship and our love of God. That's what it's about. Uh, my, I guess if I had a title for mine, it would be, it ain't over just because we retired from working. It's not. God has a place for you. God has something for you to do. Don't think it's over. As long as you can still go and as long as you have breath, that course, if as long as I have breath, I'm going to serve you, Lord. It's there. God has it for you. God has something in your life to do, whatever that may be. He's not going to ask you to do anything that you're, you can't do. You may need a little coaching or a little somebody to push him, but he's not going to ask you to jump out there and do something. Oh, my God, you know, I can't get up and speak. Well, you don't necessarily have to. But you can do other things. There's so many other things, much more. I'm just the dummy that can get up and talk, so that's why I'm up here. So we'll just leave it at that. Don't say amen, Peter. That's <laughs> but I do, I came across a song because it's, it's, it's a song that, it's my life. And, um. Uh, I want us to watch this. It says we've come this far by faith, trusting in the Lord. When I first came to New Orleans out of high school, I came to our dad was pastoring in South Dakota. And I took what little money I had and I got me a bus ticket and I came back south. Hadn't been back up there to live since. Uh, it's too cold, the frozen chosen up there, the boy. But... Used to sing with the Gentilly Church of God Choir, the Voices of Praise Choir, Glenn Note. We used to travel over the country in the summer and different times. And it's hard to believe we sang this song over 50 years ago, and here they are remaking and redoing it. We've come this far by faith. It has a whole different meaning now than then. So if we can get it, are they back there to get it? You, are you ready? They're not there. Well, then we won't do it. <laughs> but it says we've come this far by faith, trusting in the Lord. And that's what it's all about is that we have come this far by faith. And now that you look back and you have a chance to look through the rearview mirror, uh, Peter, he doesn't even remember it himself. 
he preached a sermon on looking through the rearview mirror years ago, and I, and I, uh, you know, I, you know, listened. But it never it still stuck in my mind. As we get a little older, we have a chance to look back at the road and see things that happened, and see things that went. And now we see how God's plan just interwitted. We didn't just make some of those decisions we made. He made them. And he gave them to us. So, you know, uh, can we do it, Mike? Or Okay. If not, that's okay. That's why I got my, we can fly by the seat of the pants. I'm really good at that. But I think Mike's going to play it here in a second. You can sing along with it if you know it.
50 years later, and here I am. <laughs> We've come this far by faith, trusting in the Lord. Now, that had a whole different meaning back then. I just liked the song I'd sing it. But now I can look back and see, I've come this far by faith in what God has done. And you have. I don't mean to make this about me. That's not it. It's about God and what He's done. How God has allowed me to be in places and serve. It's also about my failures. But God never failed me. I did it. But you know what? He still was behind me. He was still with me hand in hand. He still walked with me when I went through the valleys. A lot that I put myself in. A lot of things down the road. But what a joy it's been to serve. You know, being a preacher's kid to grow up. I've served in everything. I've done, done everything to be ahead of the women's ministry. <laughs> a little bit of it all along the road. Fifty years ago, I had an evangelist in our church and I was trying to sneak out. Linda and I were dating and I wanted to go take her out to get some ice cream. And I was putting my choir robe off and I'm like... And he stopped me. He didn't know me. He said, stop right there. You know, this was on a Sunday in the back when we had revivals. Um, and he said, and he said, God has a calling on your life. Well, you know, and I'm going to tell you, I'm not asking you to go around doing this or not. Because I don't, back in the day, we prayed for people and made pass out in the spirit, which has happened and does. I'm not for pushing people down or doing so. Well, there was nobody standing Anywhere within 15 feet of me. But he just said in the name of Jesus. Boom, somebody turned out the lights. And I couldn't get up for about 20 minutes. And I went and told Linda. I think God's called me to preach. She said you're going to be looking for a new wife. Because I'm not marrying you. <laughs> She's a preacher's kid too by the way. So I instantly thought. Well I better get my Bible and head for the street corner. Or something's going to happen. Well that wasn't his calling. And it wasn't his time. But all along the life, God allowed me to do things that I was never qualified to do. You've heard me sing. I sure don't have a great voice. Glenn does. And I wish I had his voice, but I don't. But I got what I got, and I can carry a tune, and that's about the best. But he's let me do different things along my life. Now, where I'm headed with this is, you know, you say, well, God, I don't know, you know, in one sense... There was always a little something seemed to be missing. It wasn't there. And seven years ago, in January, they offered an early retirement package at Avondale. It was only going to be a few months early, but they'd pay me for six months to leave. Well, I'm not real smart, but that's a pretty good deal. I can work six months or like I can leave and they'll pay me and I get a check for six months. Well, it didn't take me too long to figure that one out. And I felt the call of God to go into a senior's ministry. Well, we didn't have one here. And I didn't think, I gave no thought to it being here. I actually talked to Pastor Peter along in March because that's when I was going to retire. And I said, look, I'm going to be going out trying to start a senior, be in a senior's ministry somewhere. I don't know where that would be. And I'd like a letter of recommendation because I don't want you to think that I just up and left the church. <laughs> he said, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> well, that turned in. I had to make, this is Lakeview. I had to make a PowerPoint presentation. 
what I felt God's uh, plan was. So I did. I put together a PowerPoint presentation of what I had viewed for this, what I felt God laid on my heart. And it was about fellowship. We need fellowship. We need each other, particularly at this time of our lives, even more so. And I fight for the thing. I don't like to say, well, they're retired. Just push them to the side. Just pay your tithes and shut up and don't part. Nah, I'm not doing that. God's not finished yet. Now, if you physically can't able or are able to do it, mentally, there's times coming. That's just the way it is. It's part of life. It's part of what we have to go through. But as long as you can, you've come this far by faith, trusting in God. And God didn't retire when you did. God just has a new place for you. Pastor Peter was running all his business and teaching school. God had a different plan for him. <laughs> and I'm glad he did. Aggravates the daylights out of all of us, but we love him. <laughs> I do, truly. So anyway, I met with Pastor Keith and elders and stuff, and I made my little presentation of what we were, felt like. Away. Okay, let's go. All right. When's our first meeting? Uh-oh, uh July. So I didn't know anybody, a lot of the people, because most of the people that Linda and I run, you kind of hang around with people that your children's the same age. Most of them, Steve and Linda, they're all six, seven years younger than we are, but that's who we hang around, we hung around with. I didn't hang around with some of you old folks. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so I didn't know most of you, you know, because that's who had kind of been, because our kids were that age and just, and, but you know, God has a plan for all of this. Okay, this is the plan. How are we going to make this happen? What's going to, who, who's going to step forward? Who's going to help? This is where God, you, you put forth the man or the woman, God's going to put people with you to help you. And God's going to open the door. Well, there just happened to be a couple that had just started at the church about nine months earlier, Cliff and Melinda. I didn't know from Adam's house cat. But guess who had a heart for a senior's ministry? Belinda. <laughs> what a blessing. What a blessing. And Pete naturally is there with us to support everything we do. And Pastor Peter is the one that I answer to. But God has provided people. You provide the person. You provide, you provide the person that God calls you to be. It doesn't mean you have to be up here. It doesn't mean that you necessarily got to be teaching a class like Miss Anna does. But you know what? She's good. I see you women that show up, man. You know? Yeah, I've got an amen back there. We're getting... <laughs> and you know what a blessing it is. When you're doing what God called you to do, it's going to be a blessing. And you're going to have a peace like you never experienced in your life. Amen. Because there's a peace that passes all understanding that only God can give. And when you know that you're in his will, it's going to work. I don't look at failing at things. I'm not that kind of person. If God's called me going to be in it, it's going to be a success. Not because of me. It's because of him and because we let him. Steve Roberts and I got in Royal Rangers 33 years ago. Been a blast, hasn't it, brother? <laughs> We, right now, we had to take a lull. We haven't got that back yet, but we're working on it probably. 
Still working with the kids. I'm working with the kids who want to be old and us old ones who want to be young. I'm really, as long as I don't get our events mixed up, we're okay. It is about time for a canoe trip, so we'll get it, we'll get it out and go. <laughs> but when, when I look at what's happened in this period of time, of how many people have supported to make this thing work, you know, Bob and Mary back there so wonderfully come along beside at different times. And I know I'll leave a lot of people out, but not not on purpose, but... Just, you know, at the time, Mike and Betty Roberts, Betty was here. She was fighting with cancer during that pandemic. You know, didn't feel like it at all, but you know what? She was at our meetings. She was there to help us in our planning sessions as we began. And we did all this stuff for the glory of God, for His, for the fellowship, so that you and I could enjoy it. Hallelujah. And we could enjoy and have the fellowship of one another. Belinda once told my wife, Linda, she says, they go to these events and all I see is Pharaoh standing back there smiling. You know why? Because I know I've done what God laid on my heart. Hallelujah. I couldn't do it by myself. Man, we, we do a one, everything we do is first class. I don't have to worry about a thing. I come up with some crazy ideas, and we all do. Belinda and Pete and the staff and all these people, they make it happen. I just get up and get to talk about it. But you know what? Everybody has a place, and you have a place. God has called you to a place, not to sit soaking sour, but to keep being a part as long as you can. God has something for you. God has a ministry for you in some way. Just your life. Because like I said, one of the football players, your Bible is probably the only Bible that most people will ever read. I know Bob, we've talked a lot. Bob's been such a great support in the back. He's a dear friend. And I go to him sometime with some things that are going I don't particularly understand maybe. And he talks me off the ledge when I say, well, I had enough of this. I'm going to quit. And said, don't do that. <laughs> so he gets me off the ledge and calms me down and away we go. But, but, you know, I look at the ones, you know, Stu and Nancy and Miss Brenda was there with us in the beginning to get things going. And when I look at all of the, the one, Kevin, our service thing, he's gone out, we've cut a lot of yards. Now, I got to those that you haven't heard it, and I know online, nobody, we had one of the funniest things that happened one day. We were over pulling some weeds at, uh, I won't say whose house, but it was close by. And, and that Gloria... If she tells you she's going to do something, she's going to do it. She's going to be there. Well, we're there pulling the weeds, knowing that. You know, 15 minutes after they're still knowing that. Well, that's not like her. So uh, Kevin, somebody called her. She says, yeah, I'm over here pulling weeds. I said, what do you mean you're over there pulling weeds? She was the next block over pulling somebody else's weeds. Now, they weren't about to come out and tell her, you know, could you imagine looking out your front, Glenn, there's somebody out there pulling your weed. Well, do we need to go tell them? I mean, <laughs> husband's saying, shut up. I don't want to. <laughs> we'll talk to her after she finished pulling the weeds. <laughs> yeah, well, where are you? Well, I'm in the, I said, you're, on the, you're at the wrong place. <laughs> so, you know, I'll never forget that one. That was, that was, that was too good. 
But we've had such some wonderful memories, you know, as we share together, as we do things together, do what we can do, you know, just be a part of it. But that's what it's brought about, you know, going on our different trips, going on doing different things. It's not just to have fun. We have fun because we're Christians and we love the Lord. We have fun because he's alive in us. He hasn't died. You know, things aren't the best for us. I don't like getting old. Maybe you do. I don't. I don't like what comes with it. But you know what? Right now we got five grandchildren, seven, five, three, one, and, and six weeks. And boy, I mean, we're, we're learning what some of you have learned already. Somebody said, well, what do you do these days? I said, the first phone call. And that's the way we go. And that's kind of the way it is right now. Kind of helping. Thank God we do live close to them. But I want to get back and just basically say, God has a place for you. God's not finished with you. Don't just sit back and say, well, it's over. And you know what? A lot of churches are very much basically, you know, once you get to retirement age, they basically do want you to just, you know, just shut up and pay your tithes and we'll go on. You know, they want to bring in nothing but young people, which is good. We need young people. The church is not going to live if you don't have it. You got to go in. But that doesn't mean that we have to just totally step aside. There's things for us to do. You know what? My greatest, one of the greatest fun things I do here. Waiting table for Alpha. Going out, seeing people smiling face. And I look back and I see the ice man back there. We got the cake man. We got the ice man back there. Everybody serves and does something. What? It's for the glory of God. It's because God calls you and you're being up and used. Now, did God raise you up to be a dishwasher or something? Maybe he did. But when you're doing it for God, it's the glory of God. And people see it. When we have Alpha and people see what's going on, one of the biggest things they do is not about, about all of us. All these people serve, and they got smiles on their faces, and they're happy to do it. They're happy to do it because they've got the joy of the Lord in their life. And my favorite verse, and, and, well, there's many favorites, but just Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. I'm a blessed man. He has directed it. This ministry has been the icing on the cake. Something I never would have expected. For me, you have no idea. My dear friends here that's put up with me and come and play and sing with me and put up again. But you know what? We do it because... Well, we like music, but we love the Lord more, and it's part of that. To those of you that have come and worked on these tables and sat and done different things and helped out, you do it because you love the Lord. You know we're going to enjoy it, and we're going to have time with Him and time with others. So, you know, as, as that song said, we've come this far by faith. I can look back this road and see how the faith in God has brought me along this way. And the first of this year, and I'm going to shut up and let Pastor Peter close. I was, matter of fact, New Year's Day. I had to go to Rouse's to pick something up. And me and my old Mercedes, I got diesel clackety-clack down the road we go. And I pull into parking lot and I'm not one of these that sees visions and draws. I'm not, nothing wrong with that. God does do that. I have some in the past. But I'm sitting there and I was listening to a song. And it's like God just 
spoke to me and says, you're living your dream. I am. A little church across the lake, Shepherd's Care, Pastor, Pastor Keith knows what I'm doing. They've gone through a situation. I've been going over on Sunday mornings. I come here first for School of the Word, so Pastor Peter can't get on me for that. And then I go, I'm a church hopper, I go across the lake. I love to play what little I can. I love, there's no greater instrument than a Hammond B3 organ, and they have one. And they like to sing nothing but the old songs, and that's all I can play. So they had four really great musicians, and they all died in a year's time. So now they have none. And I get to speak, too. I'm a blessed man. Everything. God saved the best for last for me. God will do that for you today. When you hear these testimonies and stuff with that, God has something for you. God can still put a smile on your face, even though you may be hurting on the inside. But he's there for you. And I just want to thank those of you here and those of you that are watching there for being a part of this. We're going to take our eighth year and away we go. And I realize I don't know how much longer I'll be doing this. Probably somebody sitting out here now will be the next one to take over. Not in a big hurry to do that, by the way. But, you know, God has a plan. I may get run off before anything happens. But, but thank you so much for coming and being a part of this. And we look forward to things that we'll do this year. But I always keep, we've come this far by faith, trusting in him. And what a blessing. When I heard that song the other night again, I said, I got to play this. What it's been, Glenn. We've come this far by faith, trusting in the Lord. Pastor Peter, would you come and close this out? I really meant it. But thank you all for coming. I need to apologize to everyone. You see, when Pharaoh came to speak with me several years ago about, a, about being called to lead a senior ministry, I said, peace, go in peace. Some way he misinterpreted that is come and do. So I'm going to have to relearn how to communicate with Farrell. <laughs> I didn't agree to any of this. You're the one. I just sat there. How many of you know and can visualize this? Is it okay to visualize things? Pharaoh comes to your office and he says, I want to just say a few things to you. You're already laughing, aren't you? Everybody know Jane Earhart. She's already laughing. I want to just say a few things to you. It only take a moment. So already you know that if you haven't gone to the bathroom, you have a problem. If you haven't eaten lunch and dinner, you have a problem. If you haven't put on your seatbelt and helmet, you have a problem. Because Pharaoh's here with you. It used to be 
when I was in the office every day and Pharaoh would come in, if you listen carefully enough, you could hear everyone in each office, you would hear click, click, click. <laughs> what is that? Come on, tell me what that is, Carrie. They were locking their doors. <laughs> They're locking their doors. It was almost as bad as somebody like Warren Duncan coming in and wanting to talk to you. It's really been a miracle. It really has. We knew we needed to begin to get the seniors together. And we tried several times over a few years. Asked so-and-so if you could do it, so-and-so if you could do it. You didn't know how many so-and-sos we had in the church. And no, I can't do this, no, that. It just, it wasn't going anywhere. Steve Robertson and I have been elders for a long time together, and he will tell you this. It just wasn't there, was it? And we were concerned because we knew that we needed to get the seniors together for various reasons. But we also knew this. And one of the most significant words you'll ever hear from the Bible is this word, time. Time. God's timing. Very, very important word. When they're trying to get Jesus to do something, it's not my time. It's not time. When a servant comes in to see Jesus and the disciples and they're having dinner. And the servant says, your good friend Lazarus is very ill. This is an illness that's going to kill him. You need to come pray for him. And typically, what would most of us do? We stop eating, brush our teeth. Right, John? I mean, you don't want to breathe on him. He kill him. You know, like me. Hi. Boom. Talk about slain in the spirit. I can slay you in the spirit. And, and up we go. So I can just see the disciples. Jesus has just heard the word, Lazarus, your best friend, is dying. Glenn, he's dying. So I just see the disciples putting their food away and, you know, getting themselves ready and looking at Jesus who's just. Okay, he just has to finish his meal, give him a little time and, you know, make sure he chooses food well and whatever. Then after he's finished, we're going. Right, Charlie? We're going. So dinner's over, and we're just sitting there. How many of you be like I would be doing? Look, look at me. How many would be doing that? And then we'd be doing this. I don't know. I don't think it's, I wonder if, how many of us would be doing that? Isn't that what we do all the time? Hey, Gail. Two days later, two days later, he says, Jesus says what? 
it's time. It's time. So when they finally get to Bethany, Mike, how many days is it now that Lazarus has been in the tomb? Four days the man has been buried. Good to see you, Jesus, but you're just a little late. But he was right on God's timing. Because you remember what Jesus told Martha? Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will what? See the glory of God. And Jesus walked up to that tomb where that big rock was sitting in front of that opening. And he says, move the rock. Oh, my goodness. What is he doing? Think about going to a funeral. And someone walks up to the casket and says, Patsy, open the casket. Think what you would think. Open the casket. So they rolled away the stone. And Jesus walks up to the face of that stone and looks into the absolute blackness of death's face. And the God of glory and the God of life and the God of light says to Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus comes forth. Why did it happen? For a variety of reasons, but the word time is the word that I want to make sure we see. Do we see the significance of the word time? You know, all those people who were at that service that day were so glad they didn't... They didn't miss church because of other issues. Wouldn't it have been something, Mike, had you said, man, I just was just too tired from being up the night before. I just decided to sleep in this morning. Wouldn't that have been a tragedy? You should never miss church. You never know what this God who says to the dead, come forth, will do on any Sunday morning. Amen? That's why we're here today. So the timing was here. And this comes into the room in the day office and talks to me. And when he began to talk, and I'm not saying this like Pharaoh. This is not about Pharaoh. It's not about old man Davidson. It's not a, this is about the glory of the timing of God's purpose being fulfilled. Amen. And we are part of that time. And when he started sharing, it was like a light was turning on in my, my mind. It was like, yes, yes. I mean, we never figured Pharaoh could do this. I mean, you know, I don't even know whether we ever considered you. I don't remember that even. <laughs> we knew better than to consider you, you see. This is what Jesus said. Do, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. We weren't seeing it, Pharaoh. 
I mean, as much as Pharaoh wanted us, it just wasn't. <laughs> and, and then the Lord just absolutely put it together. Now, when I say it this way, I don't mean to infer it was without any work. But it came together, if you understand what I mean, effortlessly. Are you with me on this? Have you ever been led by the Holy Spirit to do something? There is a lot of work sometimes involved. But the reality and the real function and the spirituality and the power and the activity and the essence and et cetera is what? Something that we are not doing. We are just moving in a flow with the Holy Spirit. And that's what we see here. Now, let's make sure we all know one another. So if I'm going to call someone up. And ask everybody to put their hands over their name tags and name everyone in here. Now, the only one who's really able to do that is Shalmet. Now, come on, Shalmet, identify yourself. Come on, Shalmet. Same thing, kid. Same thing. West Wego, Araby, Shalmet, all of them, the same thing. Because it's important that you know everyone at your table. So, let's go around. This is Gail, Eleanor, Patsy, Brenda, Jerry, Jerry, Terry, Jerry. She brought Brenda. No, she came with you. You drove? No, Anna did. Oh, good. Thank you. Oh. I mean, you know, really, okay. Brenda has been, really, seriously, Brenda has been at death's door two or three times. That's true, isn't it? Three times. And each time the Lord says, not now. We're so glad you're here. We're so glad you're here. Okay, so Jerry, and then Anna. Carol. Joe, Bob, John, Charlie, Steve, Greg, Mary, Kevin, come on, we can say it name, come on, say Kevin, he and Greg are friends, right? You've known him that long and you still come, that's interesting, okay, all right. Mike Bogdan. Now, now, now. This is Bogdan's first day back since Katrina. So we're so glad to see Bogdan. Not that glad, but just glad. You're not saying amen. I mean, oh. Mike. Come on. What? No, no, no. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I miss Curly. Shame. Oh. A retired fireman here. A retired hothead. Who is this? Mimi O'Mary and her friend Jan. Say it. Janice. And then 
Now, you have to be careful with this man's name. You can either say Angel, 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 okay, Angel. So that, and his lovely wife, Jackie, and her mama, Ma Maria. And this is BBBBJ. And everybody knows Nancy. I mean, uh, Phyllis. And this is her husband, Warren, for whom we pray regularly. Who is this? Renee. This is Floyd. Not Lloyd, Floyd. This is Miss Linda. We always say miss to older ladies. This is the most, and I really mean this. I mean this. The most beautiful lady in all the world. My Jean. Now. I, I'm. Oh, this is Stonehenge. Mike, what business are you in? I'm stoned. He does stonework. This is Steve. This is, how do you say it? No one knows the name? You have to roll the R's. I'm trying to roll the R's. Is that right? Or do we roll the R's on it? Rosie or Rosen? You don't, either way? Now, Glenn, what's the name of your new grandchild? <gasps> he named his grandchild after you. You was wondering why I was asking. Why does he ask me that name? What does that have to do with this guy? <laughs> this is Glenn Ebire. What? Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Everybody say, oh, ready? Oh. Okay, you finished now? I don't like grandparents who brag about their grandchildren. I want you to brag about my grandchildren. How many of you know this lady? Shirley. And Pharaoh we won't even name. This is Mimi or otherwise known as Jane. This is Linda. We've already met Glenn. By the way, I really do. I love this man's voice. I think it's great. I really do. Now, here's what we need to do. I, I, I will be off base saying.